the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Congregational or corporate worship doesn't make for personal worship. Congregational or corporate worship doesn't make for personal worship or doesn't make up for personal worship, doesn't replace personal worship. Neither does personal worship make for congregational or corporate worship. Let me explain what I just said. Congregational or corporate worship doesn't make for personal worship. Neither does personal worship make for congregational or corporate worship. It means that coming to church with other people to worship God is wonderful and is great. That's corporate worship. That's congregational worship. But that doesn't replace, that doesn't make for your own personal worship on your own at home by yourself, even without anybody around. And neither does personal worship time. Your own personal worship time. Oh, I worship God at home. I pray to God at home. You hear some people say that. Huh? They don't go to church. They just say, oh, I know God. I'm all set. You know? Oh, I don't go to church. They are all a bunch of hypocrites. You know? I, I, I don't go to them. I don't go with them. I worship God at home. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You need corporate worship. You need congregational worship. You need to worship with others also. So we see in Psalm 42, in Psalm 42, the psalmist who had been in the midst of multitudes to worship God. If you read verse 4, the psalmist says, When I remember these things, I poured out my soul within me, for I used to go with the multitude. I went with them into the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a holy day or a pilgrim feast, going with the multitude. To worship God, worshiping God with the multitude. It's great, it's wonderful, you know. It feels great. But if you don't get personally connected with God in the midst of multitude, you feel empty. So when you get home, all the energy, all the strength, all the excitement you got just dissipate because. You did not even connect with God, personally connect with God in the midst of multitude. So even in the midst of a corporate worship experience, you should have a personal worship experience. Even in the midst of a corporate worship experience, you should have a personal worship experience. Don't just go in there and just stand like a statue. Or you just stand there, you don't say nothing. You don't sing any any song, you don't praise God. They say praise God, you don't praise God. They say hallelujah, they don't say hallelujah. They say amen, you don't say amen. They pray a prayer, you don't even say anything. They just stand there. Even when you go to your sports, people jump up, they scream, they yell. Hmm? In the stadium, on TV, you hear that, you see that. I've never been to one physically. I see them and they are screaming, they are yelling because of some people who are making millions. And you are not even making any millions. And you are praising them. You are getting excited. Get excited with God. In the house of God, in the midst of multitude. Get excited with 
Connect with God. Personally connect with Him. So that when you get home, when you get to your closet, when you get to your bedroom, because you have connected with God in the midst of multitude, you will be able to connect with Him when you are on your own without anybody around. The psalmist, because he was able to connect with God in the midst of multitude. When he went with the multitude to the house of God, so when he was alone, he was able to cry out to God, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within you? Hope in God. He is the help. He is the help of your continent. Because sometimes you fell down when there is nobody around. When there are no noises around. When it's not bright around. When it's all dark. When it feels gloomy. It feels... No, depressing. But if you have received strength with others, in the midst of others, in the house of God, in the midst of multitude, you will be able to stand when you are alone. Again, corporate worship. Corporate worship experience has its place and value. And personal worship experience has its place and value. Each one of us is an individual. But each is not independent of others. Each one of us is an individual. But each is not independent of others. Though each one is separate, don't separate or be separated from others. Did you hear that? Though each one of us is separate, don't separate nor be separated from others. Be connected with others. Very, very important that you have your own connection, personal experience with God. And this reminds me of the relationship between Abraham and Lot. You remember Abraham and Lot? Genesis 12 and 13. Lot, a nephew of Abraham, followed Abraham from place to place. From their homeland to the promised land. And when they got to the promised land, Abraham was in the business of building altars to God. Abraham spent time Building altars, building, building connection, building relationship with God. Altar of prayer, calling upon God. Every time you will see an Abraham built an altar to God. Abraham had an experience with God. God appeared to him. God talked with him. There was never a time that you will read Lot built an altar to God. But you see what? Lot had his own personal prosperity. Remember when the scripture mentioned that Abraham was rich in this thing and that thing. It was, it also mentioned that Lot was rich in other things. So Lot had success, had money, had wealth. He built wealth. He built up riches, built up prosperity, but he never learned to build altars. He never learned to worship God on his own. He was always worshiping God behind Abraham. Hmm? When the woman with the issue of God came to Jesus in Luke chapter 8. First of all, before she came close to Jesus, Jesus was on his way to where? To the house of Jairus. Because Jairus had requested for him to come to his house. So Jesus was going to the house of Jairus. And in verse 42, B, the scripture says, but as he went, the multitudes thronged him. Now a woman 
having a flow of blood for, for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, till it grew worse. She came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately a flow of blood stopped. Now, get this picture. The woman did not, did not just jump from way, way behind the crowd and jumped close to Jesus. You can imagine how this woman made her way through the crowd, through the crowd, through the multitude. Most likely, mostly men and strong people. Because everybody wanted to get close to where the action was. Amen. Everybody wanted to get close to where the action was. So the strong people were the ones closer to Jesus. Maybe the disciples also were around him, trying to, you know, uh, protect him from the crowd. This woman made it through all of that. Made it through all of that. You can also imagine mm, the feelings, what was going through her mind. Because even the stench from her, even the smell for her, from her, but nothing, none of those things stopped her. She kept going. She put her heart to it. She had the mind, if I can just get close to him and touch the, just the border of his garment, I will be healed. And when she got close and touched Jesus, touched the clothes of Jesus, Jesus knew that somebody had touched him. The disciples said, how do you say somebody touched you? We are all touching you. It's like, are you out of your mind? To say that somebody touched me. Many people touched you. Many people are touching you. But he said, somebody touched me. You know, we cannot touch God with our hands, with our givings, with things. We touch God with our heart, with our faith. That's how we touch God. So if you're going to know God personally, you've got to have to open up your heart. You've got to have to be vulnerable to him. Amen. God has to open up. If you don't open up, you don't get to know anybody personally, really. If you don't open up, you don't get to know anybody personally. Both of you will be playing games if you are keeping some things secret. You are only playing games on yourself, on each other. So when you come to God, you just have to open up. You got to have to say, this is who I am. This is what I am. This is what I'm struggling with. Lord, I can seem to hold it together. Lord, I am depressed. Lord, I'm struggling. I'm weak. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. When you open up to God, God takes care of the problem. This woman in her heart opened up to Jesus. And when she came to Jesus and touched his clothes, Jesus felt it was a different touch. It was a different touch in the midst of multitude. Amen. We can have our own personal encounter with God in the midst of multitude. The psalmist said, I used to go to God. I used to go to the house of God with the multitude in the midst of multitude. Now I'm alone. Why are you cast down? Oh my soul, why are you disquieted within you? Hope in God. I shall yet praise him because I praised him before. I shall yet praise him because I praised him before. In the midst of multitude, I praised him. Now I'm alone. I will yet praise him. Amen. If you have praised him in the midst of multitude, you will praise him in the midst of nobody. Discover the personal God. Know God for yourself. Don't be like lots who did not get to build a personal relationship with God and was just counting on 
Abraham's relationship with God. Don't be children who don't build personal relationships with God, but they are counting on their own parents' relationship with God. It does not work. Every man shall be saved by their own faith. So Jesus said to this woman, Your faith has saved you. Amen. Your faith has saved you. Your personal faith has saved you. Amen. So get to know God for yourself. Get to know God for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.